everybody to When We Cried podcast. This will be a smoking room episode. We will be tackling the closed room chain murder. The six rooms, you know? Very juicy closed room. Yeah, <laughs> I, definitely. We have our other two hosts. Okay, this is Mushroom. I I mean, hello, friendly neighborhood Mushroom. Wavy, wavy hands. Okay, <laughs> so who else do we have? Uh, you also have Des, who is extremely excited to talk about the first Twilight of the third episode. And then you have Lorenzo. I have no idea what's happening, so I'll just <laughs> be here for the ride. Okay. That is true. <laughs> he really doesn't have any idea what's going what's gonna to happen. Mushroom, would you like to explain what we're doing here? Okay, so while Dust was editing Book Club 13, which was the book club episode we did where we talk about the closure murders of the Six Change uh, chain, Dust messaged me and was like, oh, you know, we were acting really stupid during the episode, you know? Like, yeah. I had to cut out, like, 20 minutes of discussion of us just talking about yeah. nothing. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know why we were having such a hard time with that murder. And then I was like, yes. what? I mean, I did. I thought we did a bad job, but I didn't think we did a that bad of a job. So after Des finished editing it, I was like, hey, Des, could you give me the draft version, like the unlisted version of it? I want to listen to it before it goes out into public. So I listened to it and halfway through listening to the discussion of the chain room, I would, felt so embarrassed and mad. I like had paused the podcast and like immediately calls Des. <laughs> Who, who's basically living eight hours ahead of me, completely, like, disregarding any of his time zone. I, like, I was like, Des, I have to call you. And then when Des picked up the phone call, he was like, is this a mistake? Like, did you call me by mistake? Like, what, what is this? What do you want from me? And I was like, let's talk about this chain room. Like, as a Umineko veteran and as people who have read Umineko, like, many, many times, like, like, there's no way we can't explain this with, like... <laughs> facts and logic like i don't know what what are we doing yeah yeah i don't i don't want to give up my umideko fan medal because of a fucking first twilight exactly so then this somehow unfortunately we did not record this but it somehow diverged into a basically three hour long conversation where which mul with multiple <laughs> breaks where we basically left and reconvene to discuss more evidence and thoughts about this um, first Twilight. Yes, it was such an emotional conversation that, and we were so pissed that we didn't record the conversation that we were like, okay, but what? What if we did an episode and we took Lorenzo and the audience through this emotional journey that was the making of this theory? Yeah, so uh, since Des is a really great child and he basically operates like an art teacher, he what? had uh, greatly, easily, very effectively compiled all of our conversation and our theories into a very mm. handy PowerPoint. Yes. So we will basically be going through the slides while he explains oh how we get here. Lorenzo, I hope you're ready for a wild ride. I guess I am. Yes. We forgot to mention how we turned to Lorenzo and we're like, Lorenzo, no book club this weekend. It is theory time. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good, because I'm lazy. We actually had a book club <laughs> scheduled this weekend, which Des and I were also really excited about. Yeah. But then I was like, no, 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 no. We have to do this first. Especially, shout out to that person who gave us a comment on our episode where we were being too stupid to understand the chain room. I, I saw your comment, <laughs> and Des also saw the comment. And I hope... Yeah, I responded. Yeah, exactly. Des even replied to it. I hope after you listen to this episode that you can understand why we were being so stupid. Yeah, it's what I said on the episode. I don't recall if I cut this or not, but there's there was one point where I was like, 
Yo, I think I understand the first Twilight, but like confession is just making me more confused because this makes no fucking sense. Oh, right. We forgot to say, but full Umineko spoilers for this. Oh, yes. Full Umineko spoilers. Yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Audience, please turn your attention to your screens because this will be a video presentation on Umineko no Naku Koroni. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Sayume. So our PowerPoint presentation is called Komasawa Compris Theory, an emotional journey. Clap, 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 clap. There are some things I want to say to preface this presentation, which is that you should definitely stay until the end because... As the cover said, this is an emotional journey and the presentation is meant to be watched until the end. So even if you think of a red truth that shatters this or something, or if you think we are being stupid, again, stay until the end because the slides were made thinking about all of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there's a lot of twists and turns in this story. Yes, 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 indeed. So the false powers that we've already said. And look at the screen, which is already said, man, I'm, I'm really starting this well, huh? So this is the diagram of the first Twilight. And this is the chap, the, the chap, <laughs> this is the information we are given. So essentially in the parlor, we have Shannon's corpse with Shannon's master key and a key to the guest room inside an envelope. Then on the guest room, we have Kumasawa's uh, corpse with Kumasawa's master key and a key to the waiting room. Then on the waiting room, we have Goda's corpse, his master key, a key to the VIP room. On the VIP room, Genji's corpse, a master key and the key to the well room. On the well room, Kinzo's corpse, uh, not a master key this time, since Kinzo is not the servant, and the key to the chapel. And then lastly on the chapel, we have Kanon's corpse, Kanon's master key and the key to the parlor. So here is what we know. So we know that all of the doors were locked when the adults found them uh, after they scattered. We know that the master keys do not work on the chapel door. We know that there are five master keys. Then we have a couple of reds, which is essentially just say that like the doors and windows are normal, that there are no fucking weird ass devices. Uh, we know that uh, there, are, there is no means of locking the doors and windows of the six rooms without the keys. We know that the six are dead. We know that there is no one hiding in the six rooms. The six died instantly. We know that only the victims are inside the rooms and no other people exist inside the rooms. We know that the six were not killed by traps and none of the six committed suicide. Then, as a person who has finished Umineko would know, I mean, not no, but could theorize, and this is essentially the accepted answer, which is that Yasu tricked all the servants into thinking they were helping in a prank and then killed them. <laughs> and they died thinking they were in a prank. <laughs> At least until their last moment. <laughs> what a great way to go. You mad, bro? Anyway, what does confession say? For those of you who do not know who conf what confession is, confession is the manga arc which essentially are three chapters in the EP8 manga which essentially give answers to all sorts of mysteries. So here are the controversial uh, panels that we are gonna be discussing and I know that Mushroom probably has some shit to talk about this so I will read you the panels. The panels say that the people discovering six which is the parver the people discovering six will easily break down the window pane and enter the locked room, finding the key to five, which is the next room after the parlor, finding the key to five inside and being led in reverse order around the rooms. Yes, the manga panel, the manga panel has a mistype. It says Liz instead of weed. <laughs> anyway, in the meantime, I will sneak out through the broken window and enter one, which is the chapel, 
lock the door from the inside and again pretend to be dead. Then the rest isn't really relevant. Essentially, Yasu is just saying that not just help is essential, but then again, when is it not? Then, start, then Yasu goes on to tell that they will uh, lock the corpses inside of all the rooms in reverse order to that of the discovering of the bodies. Then at the end, they will enter room 6, which is the parlor, and pretend to be dead. And then, since the parlor is the only room in the first room that is easily discovered and broken into, Yasu knows that the adults will go through there and break the window, so that Yasu can then leave. Yeah. And then, lastly, Yasu tells us that room 6 and room 1, which are the parlor and the church, uh, the chapel respectively, need to be as far apart as possible when it comes to the order of the adults finding the rooms so that Yasu has time to exit the parlor, get into the chapel and dress as Kano. Yeah. So essentially this this slide is just a, a summary of everything I have said. Mushroom, what do you have to say? Oh, okay. So, yes. So I'll summarize this panel and I will talk about the comment we got. So the confession's answer basically tells you that one room is easily accessible and it's the parlor room where Shannon's at. Shannon and Cannon have the most rooms apart possible, which means Shannon can run to the chapel while all the adults are scattering. So basically, Sile dips the window that uh, Rudolph broke into the chapel and then lay there as Cannon with his master key. Okay, so confession wants to tell us that the chapel was locked. However, there is a logic error in this panel. The panel says that in the meantime, I, Yasu, will sneak out through the broken window and enter one, lock the door from the inside and again pretend to be dead. But this, this is the problem. How does Yasu lock the chapel from the inside if Yasu only has Kanon's master key, which does not work on the chapel? And the key to the chapel is locked inside the boiler room. Ryukishi. Curious? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, so yes, the chapel key only can unlock the chapel door is a red truth that shows up in EP2. I just want to acknowledge that that's a red truth that exists. So the comment that we got is from this um, user, uh, Horseflies, who wrote, I'm pretty sure what you were missing, that Yasu could just lock the chapel door with a second master key she has because of canon. So I think, uh, like Des, this is what I mean by, I think a huge part of the fandom thinks the chapel is like locked. So right now, what the fandom basically arrives at is that the chapel door is unlocked, basically. Yes. Yeah. Keep on going. Yes. It is time to mourn Ryukishi's logic. He's presently in logic error hell. Ryukishi, please do not touch your stories after you have concluded them. Doesn't work, man. Anyway, now we can talk about the fan-made explanation. What some fans have reached as the conclusion is that since it is impossible to lock the chapel, it was never locked in the first place. And so Nanjo, who is an accomplice, just pretends to unlock the chapel. I mean, I, I think this is a pretty standard theory. It's very not spicy and not very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I personally find, like, what do you think, Lorenzo? Like, this is what we agreed upon uh, while we were recording yeah. the, this uh, respective episode in the book club. And, you know, it makes sense. It was kind of a downer and we all expressed that. It was kind of like... Oh, okay, well, it would have been cooler if there was, like, you know, a different order to how the bodies were discovered, but it was pretty clear-cut that the, uh... Which one was the last room that was discovered, or which the last one was chapel? Chapel was the last one to be discovered because, like, we were throwing around like if 
the boiler room corpse was the last one found, it would have, like, you know, been really good as a mystery or, like, as a puzzle for... Oh, yeah, and it would also have been easier because whoever is in the boiler room could just lock it with their master key on them and then play that. Exactly, but this is when it just... (laughs) It's kind of a downer how... If we go with this theory, it's like, "Eh, okay, I mean, I guess. Yeah, and also, like... (laughs) My personal thought is, like, how does Nanjo, as, like, a, I don't know, no offense to Nanjo, but a tubby old man to be the first person to run in front of all the family members to get to the door, and then to be like, hey, everybody step out of the way, I'm gonna open this door now. (laughs) How is Nanjo, as a man, going to unlock this door? (laughs) Because I don't even imagine that, like... Do you really think everybody's gonna hand Nanjo the key? Maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's weird. Uh, it has a lot of logistic problems and also kind of ex- lacks a bit of oomph. It's kind of lackluster. If I not, he would probably not let Nanjo take the key. But that's the least of the problems. The biggest problem is Nanjo outrunning all of the adults and reaching the <laughs> chapel key, uh, the chapel door before anyone tried to open it. Yeah. Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo. Yeah. Are you ready yeah, wh- for the theory answer that actually makes sense? If you say so. <laughs> okay, so, so, yeah. So, what happened in this conversation is that within my three hour long call with Des, I was like, hey, Des, what if I can make a theory right now that might make more sense? And then this is how yeah. this theory was born. And we are going to call it the Kumasawa Accomplice Theory. Okay, I'm on board. Go for it. <laughs> Dust and I wanted to try to make a theory, which is that what if the chapel door was locked? How could we construct yeah. a theory that works not only works with all the red, uh, red truth that was already presented, like, what if we could also lock the chapel door with, a, like, a cherry on top, basically? Yeah. Okay. So then we were like, well, you know, since uh, Sayo can't lock the chapel door with any of the two keys they had in the end, which would be a master key and a key to the parlor, then how is it possible for Sayo to do it? So we were like, well, somebody from the outside had to lock it for her. So that's how I jumped to the brain of, like, what about Kumasawa? Because Kumasawa is the second room, which is like the first room after Shannon's room, which means after Shannon, after Kumasawa, they still have basically enough time. They have three more rooms and the boiler room is very far out of the way that would give them enough time to basically do all this like running around. Okay, so Kumasawa's room was the next room after Shannon's room, right? Correct. Yeah. See, it even makes sense so that Kumasawa would have the most time. Right. Exactly. Okay. That's pretty clever i think that is viable especially if like they hid the key like in a corner of the room that no one would yeah, ever look exactly. uh, the extra key you're saying i was gonna say also like i think it would be clever on sayo's part to have kumasawa be the next body because at this point the adults only saw two quote-unquote bodies and they aren't freaked out yet i guess right as freaked out as they would find you know like the third body on where they're actually dead mm-hmm. So it would, like, play into the mind games that Sayo's playing. But uh, go on. I mean, I was going to... I actually thought about this. That what you said is kind of correct in that way. Because if you think about all the body horror, it basically ramps up in difficulty when you get to, like, Kingzo's room, which is just burned to a crisp, but you know? <sighs> right. And she'd be like, wait, are, did you guys really pull a corpse out of the... <laughs> Okay, so, here, our theory essentially revolves around Kumasawa Sayo and a surprise that will come into play later. So, Kumasawa, 
is in the guest room. And she has her master key, she has the key to the waiting room, and is pretending to be dead in her theory. While Shannon, uh, yes, I guess, is in the parlor, has the master key, has the key to the guest room, and is also pretending to be dead. So, let us take a look at the parlor. The adults break in through the window, find Shannon's corpse, get the master key, get the key to the guest room, and end up destroying the walkthrough. As for Kumasawa, the adults get in Kumasawa's room through the door, using the, one of the keys that they obtained on the previous room, and they live with another master key and the key to the waiting room. Now, for the next step of our theory, both Kumasawa and Yasu meet, except while Yasu can live through the broken window, Kumasawa cannot because the adults locked the door. So how will we get Kumasawa out of the room? The answer is that, of course, Kumasawa has Kanon's master key. Mm. And that is how she leaves the room. Does that make sense so far, Lorenzo? Uh, it does. So the idea is that um, the concept of the original closed room is that all of the adults go in to find the bodies and they basically find a key next to their body that's leading to the next room in an envelope and then another key probably inside of their pocket, which is their master key. And they take those things after they go through each room. So, like, if the corpse were actually alive, it's not like they could actually leave the room anyway. But the point is that because the first closed room was broken, that's how Sayo leaves. And then the second closed room, even though it's locked, Kumasawa, if alive, could use Cannon's master key to leave. Yeah, so, about the detective, detective's authority, it doesn't matter here, because Batra is not here, so tricks like this can totally be a thing. Anyway, Kumasawa and Sayo, or Yasu, meet at the chapel, and then Sayo, or Yasu, goes in, and Kanon dies. This could even be done before Kumasawa got there. So Kumasawa locks, the, locks Yasu's body and Kanon's master key, and also the key to the parlor inside the chapel. And next, she has to go to the boiler room, because she just locked the chapel key, and the chapel key is supposed to be locked inside the boiler room. Uh, never mind the fact that the fucking red, red things are there below the text, my laptop is in Portuguese and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the, Every word anyway. is a wrong word. English is wrong! Except for the letter 2 and master, which are words that exist in, uh, I guess, Portuguese. N no, master, master does not exist, I do not know why that is true. <laughs> Correct, but any fucking way. Kumasawa needs to put place the key to the chapel inside the boiler room. But the boiler room is locked. Right. And the key to the boiler room is supposedly inside the VIP room. So how the fuck will Kumasawa do this? Lorenzo, any ideas how Kumasawa will get into the boiler room? Wait, I need to backtrack a little bit. So okay. they find Shannon's body. Shannon wakes up. Or like you know, stops playing dead, leaves, goes to the chapel as canon, and then yep. gets locked by Kumasawa, right? Yes. yes. I also wanted to say before, like I forget, this Kumasawa theory works pretty well because this is also the introduction uh, introduction of Virgilia. Virgilia, so. exactly. So okay, returning back to the question we have on screen right now. So how do you think Kumasawa could lock the boiler room? Because right now. Kumasawa doesn't have any master keys. Kumasawa had to give up Cannon's master key to Cannon, so Cannon could lock it inside of the chapel. And then also because while they were going through all the corpses, they took all the master keys. So there's zero master keys out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So doesn't the boiler room have that door to the courtyard? I don't know if it's like lockable or not, but. Oh. 
Oh. I know that was so a... Uh, oh. Yeah, true. There's, the boiler has two doors. That's really true. <laughs> Wait, does the courtyard have any other doors? Because if it does, whoever... It has windows. It, it has windows? Okay, so whoever... Like, all the windows face into the courtyard of the mansion, so someone could sneak in and out, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so here's what I have to say about this. Because someone found the door to the boiler room and it was locked. So, for for them to essentially um, be like, oh, we are going to the parlor in uh, first, that must be because the parlor was easier to break into. So, I'm assuming all of the windows and doors that may lead to the parlor room are also closed because it wouldn't make sense otherwise. They would rather go through an entrance that was unlocked than to break the window to the parlor. So, we can conclude that those windows and doors are also you know, locked. Make sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the only logical explanation would be that she's also hiding in the room, like somewhere in the boiler but room. But they also say there's nobody or... hiding in the... But, but, but to, hide, to hide in the boiler room, she first needs to get in. The door is locked, Lorenzo. Uh, well, <laughs> are, we, are we like dismissing the courtyard door? Like completely? Like just say I that. mean, I'm pretty sure there is two doors. I feel like they have definitely mentioned there's two doors, right? Am I crazy? They did. That's what um, that's what uh, Battler chased the uh, shadow he yes. saw, I guess, okay, so... into the courtyard, right? Lorenzo, did you did you make a second answer to this Twilight on the spot? What the fuck? I don't know. I just, like, thought about it. I was like, well, because <laughs> the boiler room would have been... As we said, the spiciest explanation because it has two points that's of entry. That's true. Wait, okay, so that's interesting because did they ever have any red truth that says boiler room only has one, like, bo both the boiler room doors is locked because it could possibly be that kind of stupid thing. I am not sure if this is true, but when in the very beginning when the all adults are scattered was there a passage that said they checked both doors or they just checked that door that had red paint on it no they just mentioned the, the door that had red paint on it it's locked right yes okay so maybe the whole other door is just not locked i like that <laughs> so then i guess kumasawa can walk in put in the key and then walk out and the other door is still locked okay. is that here's 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 <laughs> something we have to take into we haven't um, meticulously analyzed red, and also, uh, Lorenzo, are you sure there are windows to the courtyard? Because yes, because the the way it was described, I think it was like um, the courtyard wasn't meant to be like a room. You could just see it from inside the mansion. Right, so it's supposedly mm. enclosed by all sides, and that's why Battler was like, "Wait, what the hell? How did this... maybe the, the windows aren't on the first floor?" You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, potentially. Because here's here's how I'm thinking about this: when Butler was trying to chase a culprit in episode one and reached the courtyard, he assumed he had lost him because because like if there were windows, he could have thought like oh maybe they went through the window and then locked it so i'll just break this window and keep chasing them right if there were either windows or doors a door other than the door to the boiler room butler would at least try to open them right but he doesn't do anything like that so so i conclude that the only door in the boil in the courtyard is the door to the boiler room and the only windows are not on the ground floor okay um there was also in episode six or seven yeah, but where... jumps from the study yeah 
where they jump out of Kinzo's room, right? And then yeah, yeah, like yeah, someone yeah. climbs up the railing. That could <laughs> Kumasawa could have but, but <laughs> Spider Maned up the wall <laughs> somehow. So I just checked that part where they talk about the boiler room. It doesn't seem like they mentioned there's two doors. They just said the boiler room is locked. Which I think it, they're referring to yeah. the paint door that is locked. Because it doesn't make sense. If there if there were more things, why would Butler just give up there and not even try to open a door or a window? Right. Are we just assuming there's only one door to the boiler room? Is that what no, we're saying? No, we are not assuming. We are concluding because we have arguments and reasoning behind this. Oh my god. Okay, the reason why I just said this is because just recently my, uh, just Ambi and I decided to watch the Umineko anime, and while I was watching the Umineko nice. anime, and I was like, I looked at the boiler room, and I was like, oh, is there like two doors for a boiler room? And that's the only thought I have. <laughs> Regarding the Umineko anime, even if in the Umineko anime the courtyard does have windows on the ground floor, we all know that the Umineko anime isn't reliable source or stuff <laughs> it's not canon it is not <laughs> okay for the sake of this theory we'll uh, assume that the courtyard door doesn't lead to anywhere anybody can get in or out we are not assuming we are concluding god damn it yeah so like we're, we're forgetting about the windows that look into the courtyard they're not accessible for an old lady to get in or out of at least not without a ladder so yes our conclusion is Windows on the courtyard, not on the ground floor, and only one door that leads to the boiler room, and then the boiler room itself has two doors, one of which goes to the courtyard and the other to the mansion itself. Okay. Okay, wait, just 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 before we go on, at the very end of the episode, Eva and Butler run through the whole mansion. And they if Butler, who is running through the to the through the corridors, does not find any broken window. Uh, so, by detective's authority, I declare that it is impossible for a window to be broken, and also it is impossible for the window to be locked and then unlocked, because Kumasawa does not have a master key in the present moment. You, I don't think the windows are locked with keys, are they? I actually don't fucking know, but in the event that they are, it is impossible. But I, I, I just figure that she would just have to open a window, leave it open for the duration of dropping off a key in the boiler room, and then <coughs> coming back out that window, if she can. The I don't personally like the fact that there are doors that play a very important role in the mystery that are never mentioned in this episode specifically. That just doesn't sit well with me. So what I'm gonna say is that if people like the second ballroom explanation and think they can find a, a way to explain it, that's fine. So our theory is essentially a theory for whoever does not like that explanation. Like okay, so, that's you are being so confusing. I do not understand how you talk this way. The point <laughs> is saying that either we have... We've, currently, we have a bunch of theories for a bunch of specific reasons. Right now, if you believe Chapel Door is uh, unlocked, always unlocked, and that's just how it is, then you can believe in the whole Shannon, Cannon, Runs Door, Not Locked Door. That's it. Everybody else yep. is dead. If you like the if you like the idea that you want the chapel door to be locked, and and you believe that you can only go in from that one door with a specific key, is it? It would be either the boiler room key or the master key. Then you should you can't subscribe to our theory. But then if you want it to be that the chapel door is still locked, but then you can subscribe to the theory that there is a second door in the boiler room and it was just never locked and nobody checked. They only checked the door that has the red paint on it. And then Kumazawa just wazzes in through that open ass door and then wazzes out. <laughs> so that's, that's for the three theories 
for three different scenarios. Yeah. Mushroom, thank you very much. Anyway, it is time for our surprise. And the surprise, it's the blue truth, which says that one of the room-specific keys was actually a master key, and the key to the power room is in Kumasawa's possession. Okay. So, to illustrate this blue truth, let's look at the VIP room. In the VIP room, we are led to believe that you have Genji's corpse, Genji's master key, and the, the key to the power room. But in our theory, what's actually in the VIP room is Genji's corpse, Genji's master key, and Goda's master key. So we've successfully taken the boiler room key out of the book. However, this leads to the question, if Goda's master key is here, then what's going on on Goda's room? In the waiting room, we have Goda's corpse, Goda's master key, and the VIP room uh, key. But what we say is that instead, on the waiting room, you have Goda's corpse, a random S key, and the VIP room. The reason you can have just a random fucking key there is because you can just mess with the tags. And so the adults would think that was a master key and it would work because if Nanjo was the one to find the random key and keep it for himself, then the adults would use the VIP room key and they would open the next room. But you may say that this is almost the same trick that we said was stupid earlier on about how Nanjo would just keep the key to the chapel once they were in the boiler room. However, the problem is that the previous explanation also said that Nanjo would outrun all of the adults who would be in a tizzy after finding Kinzo's corpse to know what the fuck awaited them in the chapel. And so Nanjo would have to outrun them before they even tried to open the door. However, in here, he just has to keep the key for himself. Now, we need to talk about the assumptions of our theory, because there are some. One of the assumptions is that either the master keys and regular keys are identical, aside from possible tags, so that the adults would, you know, mess it up and think that the random S key was a master key, or all of the keys look too different to be distinguishable by someone who does not know the keys that well, which the adults do not. Most of them don't even live on the island, and the ones that do don't lock and unlock doors. That's the job that the servants have. And lastly, we have to assume again that Nanjo was one to keep the random room-specific key, but that's definitely easier to imagine than Nanjo somehow managing to unlock the chapel and quote-unquote unlock the chapel before the adults got there. So what do you think, Lorenzo? I think it's plausible. So I think... wait, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Um, okay, so... If there's a dummy key, right? That's that's the whole the whole point of having a dummy key was mm -hmm. to trick the adults into thinking that and the readers, I guess, that there is exactly one rune specific key and one master key in the mix on uh, Nanjo's person. Right? Okay, so let me explain this um, in a way that might be easier for you to think about. So what our theory proposed is the fact that like in the very beginning. Uh, the adults runs around, finds six doors that have crazy paint painted on them, and find out all six of these doors are locked. Immediately, their first thought was, we need to open the boiler room door because the boiler room door will be exploding. They are really afraid that something's going to burn down. So they run to the servant's office, mm -hmm. the servant's room. And in the servant's room, they did not find any master keys because master keys will always be on the specific servant. And then they were trying to rummage through all these drawers. They All they found were other keys that had other tags. 
and or they didn't even mention tags they just mean like they just found other keys that weren't in there they were like oh only the six rooms that we're trying to look for keys are not in here but how do any of these adults who basically aren't servants could even tell the difference between keys the only way that they can tell the difference is probably because it has name tags like there's name tags on each of the keys so the theory we propose is just that they could have just swapped any key like you could just swap any key with each other with the tag so then uh kumasawa could end up with an extra key which is the actual ma either a master room key, a master key or a boiler room key to okay, unlock so the boiler room got you um i appreciate that yes how does she <laughs> should, can we move on to how she gets in and out of the room yet or is Yes, 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 yes. We will get into that right away. All right, cool. So for me, just to make sure we're on the same page, Kumasawa has actually two keys that can get in and out of that room instead of just the one that she has to leave. Because she has to leave one key in there, right? And she still no, needs a key to actually, get out. Wait, wait, no, no. So the thing is, it's like, uh, because there's only five keys, five master keys, and there's six rooms... Kingsol's room is the only room that only has one key in it because Kingsol doesn't have a master key. The only room that's in Kingsol's right. room is the chapel key. So okay. all Kumasawa need is a, a key, a master key to go in or a boiler room to go in, put the chapel key down and then leave with the same key and then that's it. Okay, yep, yep, got it. So there's however a problem with this which is that on Vergilia's reconstruction of the scene she says that Goda was in possession of one master key, which is incompatible with our theory. She also says that relatives collected this, which again is not compatible. And she says that the key to the underground boiler room was discovered, which was not in our theory. However, mm. this is Vergilia's reconstruction of the scene, which in itself is, uh, since Vergilia is on the detective's side, this reconstruction is nothing more than a metaphor for the detective rebuilding the crime scene in his head. And since Butler has not seen through this trick yet, of course, the reconstruction is also going to be going to include the trick because he has not seen through it yet. Does this make sense? You should have just said Virgilia is actually on Beatrice's side, so she could just lie with magic. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, you, you, you went okay. with a very uh, roundabout way that included the word detective in it, and it completely made it way a very more... very Ryukishi yeah, way. Yeah, that was a way more confusing death. You should have just said, Virgilia is working for Beatrice, <laughs> and she just basically, like, said lies in her, like, text. Okay, but I don't like that explanation because Vergiria is supposed to be on Batra's side. I do not like that explanation. Well, that doesn't fucking that that, that doesn't fucking matter. Like nobody's on Batra's side. Like we already uh. we already decided that if we're doing with uh, Kumasawa theory, then Kumasawa is on uh, is Virgilia. Virgilia is all the, these are all not necessarily. Ugh. But anyway, listen, mushroom. This is great because now the listeners can decide which explanation they like the best. <laughs> Anyway, we go back to this slide. So, essentially, Kumasawa unlocks the boiler room with the boiler room key, leaves the key to the chapel inside, locks the door again, and goes standing in the rain. Or, or something. Well, or something, yeah. Kumasawa, in the rain, getting yeah, wet. Yeah, she goes standing right. in the rain, which she does. She fucking goes standing in the rain. Remember this scene? It happens. She's yes. in the rain. Anyway, this part is important, and I believe Mushroom wants to get into it. So, Mushroom, here you have 
Okay. The dialogue, I bet you won't. So, uh, one of the like one of the big things that we encounter in EP three is a gigantic Virgilia and Beatrice fight, and Virgilia literally just manifests out of Kumasawa. Virgilia kills Beatrice, and then Beatrice is like, "Psych, I'm not dead," and then Beatrice kills Kumasawa. Right, the Uno reverse. The Uno reverse. Gotcha. So yeah, even though I don't necessarily uh, want to admit this evidence because it happens in the future, but there is a part in um, in the meta world, not meta world. Let's say the middle meta world, the meta world where Eva Beatrice lives, hmm. is where Beatrice encounters Virgilia. Uh, the Beatrice on the board encounters Virgilia, and Beatrice's only response was. Hey, Regilia, like, why the fuck are you here? I thought you killed you earlier. And Regilia's like, Beatrice, I'm only here because you allowed me to be here. Oh, okay. I had forgotten about that part. So that happens later when, when, like, the Eva Beatrice thing is happening, blah, blah, blah. I think that happens at, like, the part where uh, George, Shannon, and Guest House, blah, blah, magic happens, and Virgilia shows up and be like, hey, good job, peace, uh, Beatrice. Yeah. And Beatrice is like, what the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> so yes, in the parts, uh, we're using the Let's Play, so in the Madame Beatrice, the second part, there's a part where after Canon was discovered, so the idea would be the after Canon was discovered, oh, oh, we haven't explained that part, Dust. What part? How does, okay. Right now, looking at the slide, uh, Lorenzo, do you want to know what a more bigger part of my problem was arises? Uh, do you want to hear? Uh, yes, please. So, right now, our biggest problem, so previously speaking, our problem was like, oh, well, how does Kumasawa get into the boiler room? Which we already had made the fancy tricks to for her to get out, you know? Or get in and get out. And then I encountered this problem, which I was describing to Des. In the text, they said uh, all of the adults, every time they get into a room, they l open the room, they get out the keys, and they lock the room. And then since they didn't say that for uh, chapel, that they unlocked the room, they also didn't say when they were walking out of the chapel if they locked the chapel. A lot of people assume that they did. And if you assume that the chapel door is locked, the only way Sayo can leave it, because Sayo doesn't have a chapel key, is that... Sayo either broke a window of the chapel and left, or the chapel door was never locked when they left, and then Sayo, Sayo Yasu just walked out of the chapel and then went and find, like, Kumazawa. Yeah. So, does that make sense, Lorenzo? Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah. So, the idea is that they killed Kumazawa and just whatever, wherever they wanted, because it doesn't actually even matter, because nobody yeah. basically goes back to Kumazawa's, like, death room, basically, so nobody yeah. actually could check if her body is still in there, and uh, Sayo could just basically hide the body wherever they want, and then, you know, that doesn't, it's just that, that's just that. Mm -hmm. So, the, all, the, the only thing that we just have to make sure is that uh, Sayo basically just has to kill Kumazawa before they start announcing Red Truth, which is easy. Like, I think that's the reason why um, Balor cannot look at all of the bodies, because if he did, then 
like they will have to announce red truth then and there and then yep. then they can't say things like oh like canon shannon shannon's dead or like running around or you know that's that's the type of thing yes 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 yes, yes. kumasawa gets killed in her respective room no she's like found in the guest room oh okay she's found she's just killed in where it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where she's killed oh okay so after they find canon's body kumasawa is like oh that was a funny prank and then canon's <laughs> like yeah 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 <laughs> Marks her? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's, so, that's, a, uh, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, that's slightly messy, but that still works, basically, with the Red Truth. No, they don't necessarily say, like, anything like, oh, they they died in the specific room or anything. Because, like, they can't really say right. that because uh, Kingsville didn't die in the boiler room, you know? Kingsville died, like, a gajillion years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got you. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. <laughs> okay. So... Let us look at the cons and pros of the Komasawa Compass Theory. The cons are that Komasawa needs to run a lot, but it isn't exactly impossible, because Nanjo is also an accomplice and he can stall. And the magic, the magic battle happens before the adults discover the bodies. But again, I had forgotten about that thing uh, Mushroom just mentioned, so this con is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, I don't necessarily think the magic battle happens exactly. Like... It, it might just happen whenever, you know, it's fine. Taiwan yeah, 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 exactly. But yes, but let's continue. Yeah, but in my defense, this was a... I, I made this PowerPoint trying to recall the points we had made because it's not like we had this written down anywhere. Yes. This was a voice call. So yeah. <laughs> About the prawn, the pros. Uh, the theory explains everything, is intricate, feels like a, tris, a trick Yasu would use, is even supported by the magic narrative, and isn't a logic error. Like the supposed official explanation. Like I okay yeah because it's it's good it's like a very good. What do you think, Lorenzo? I like it. I think it's good. Um, yeah, because I personally think if the fucking chapel door is just unlocked, that is so unsatisfying. Like that's such a boring. That makes the trick so much more boring. Er. Yeah. No love. No love at all. You guys come through the red truths, right? There is no talk about like dummy keys being used. We look for Lorenzo. We covered all of the red truths in this PowerPoint presentation. I can say that in red. Okay. We cover all red truths. All right. Relevant at least. So that's that's the li- that's also the line of reasoning why the chapel uh, boiler room's second door is kind of like, eh, let's put that on the back burner in terms of figuring out this puzzle, right? Because it wasn't explicitly stated in this Correct. episode as well. Correct. Correct. Wait, what, what, sorry, what, what did you say? Um, as in, there's no second door that was mentioned throughout the whole locker room, so we're just going to basically ignore it, because it oh. was not pertaining yeah, to the yeah. story. Yeah, but, okay, okay, even if we, even, even if for some reason the, the second door ties into this, that, oh, that, that may be a substitute for a segment of our theory, but, like, the rest of the theory still works, like, everything, yeah. it's just two separate explanations for how Kumasawa got in. The rest, right. it's still, yeah, it still works. So if you want to, this can be the theory of Mushroom, Death, and also Lorenzo, if you want that part. <laughs> sure. If you, yeah, no, I, I was there for the ride. You guys formulated it. I just sat here. Okay, so, and I also 
I also really like this theory because it really reflects upon the idea of the whole magic battle. Like, it makes, it narratively makes a lot of sense to me. Like, like you know, originally I was introduced this episode, like, you know, like, what's that all about? Like, that's that's actually how I came up right. with this theory in the first place because I was like... I like that too, yep. Um, because it fits, nar- like, that. I like the more the heart of the story. I thought that was really good. But yes, anyway. So yes, that's please continue. Yeah, Lorenzo. What is your final thoughts? Like, final, final thoughts on the theory. It's a hell of a lot more satisfying. Wrong! Did you think I was done, Lorenzo? <laughs> we also thought we were done. Except that oh, we, we remember there's these fucking retros from EP4 which tear the theory to shreds. Wait, what? I'm gonna cry in the corner. Okay, okay, so, but Lorenzo. So I would like to explain to you what was the actual like emotional reaction when this was going on. So Dennis and I, okay. Dennis and I, were talking about the Kumazawa theory. We are like honing right. our Kumazawa theory. We're getting somewhere, and then I was basically referring to Red Truth on two different websites, which basically lists out all the Red Truth for EP two, like basically from each EP to each EP. And then, I, so I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, that's, we, like, hit all the marks, like, it doesn't say anything that you can't switch keys, it doesn't say anything, it doesn't even say that all the doors are locked, like, you know, like, and it doesn't even say that people died in this room, you know, like, that's just totally makes sense. And then, I was like, I was, while I was talking to Des, I was like, hey, Des, I'm just gonna go Google what other people think about this closed room, you know, like, we're gonna go read other people's theories. And then I stumbled on um, the GitHub, uh, somebody's GitHub page of basically explaining the solution of Umineko, and they were talking about EP2, and it was like one of the first like first searches. So then when I clicked into it, I was reading the Red Truth, and I was like, huh, these are more Red Truth than I remembered from the previous two pages. And I came <laughs> just screenshotting it and sent it to Des, and Des was like, I don't remember reading these screenshots, and then we were like, Oh, it's the fucking EP4 Red Truth. There's a bunch of EP2, EP4 Red Truth that applies to EP3. That's because they're specifically. Ah, you guys talk- lied to me. <laughs> you pulled some Umineko ass logic on me, but whatever. So. Yes. This wasn't a video about the theory. This was a video about the fucking emotional voyage that this was. Well, that's exactly what Umineko is, isn't it? Yes. So, so the person who wrote the. So, uh, shout out to the person who wrote the solution. It's the person is Gabe Jewel or something. So they wrote the solution. While I was reading it, I start reading the red truth, and I was like, "Oh, there's way fucking more." So now, Lorenzo, I'm gonna pull another weird rug off uh, out of you because this was actually <laughs> pull it out of something me, yep. that was I. Well, because this thing is something I actually said to Des before the beginning of this call because I was thinking about it. So you know how we like to talk about how the chapel room is only open, chapel door is only opened by the chapel key? That is a red truth that only exists in EP2. <laughs> I'm actually gonna not gonna even say think. I'm gonna Google it right now. So, so this is in Turn of the Golden Witch in EP2. They say these things. It says, only one key to the chapel exists. It's impossible to unlock the chapel with anything but the chapel's key. So those are two very important red truths in EP2. However, dun, 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 there are no necessarily any other red truths that actually pertains in any other chapel key thing. So if I was really, really, really fucked up, I could say that <laughs> the chapel door, key, ch- 
chapel door can only be unlocked by chapel key is a red truth that only pertains to EP2. I don't like that, but I could say that. No love. No love. <laughs> Loveless. Yes. Okay, well, with that logic, we can accept the... With this logic, we can accept the uh, courtroom door as well, huh? Yes. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Stupid. Okay, so, let, let's continue. So, so now we can talk about the red truth that we encountered that's in EP, uh, EP4s pertaining to the first Twilight of a third game. And the and the red truth R says, All five master keys were discovered, each of the pockets of one of the servants. The individual keys were also found in inside the envelopes alongside the corpse. In short, all keys related to the linked closed room were locked inside of the linked closed room. Which means no keys we, we can't like no keys uh, no keys could be returned from the outside of the room using a crack underneath the door. So we can't even slide keys underneath doors, Lorenzo. Yeah, of course. Yes, okay. And the crack of the window or or vent or any p- pace, place of sort. Vent? So yes. So with this Shut up. This means Desensei's theory about changing tags for keys can't work. No changing tags for keys. Because... Wait, the, why? Damn, wait, 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 why? Because, I didn't think about that part. Because th- what they're saying is that what they're saying is that all master keys were discovered, right? That's what they're saying. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And definitely, which means Kumazawa can't use the master key to open. No, no, no. Wait, Mushroom. I'll, I'll tell you what what this red truth is important for okay. a theory. It's important the part that says each in the pocket of one of the servants because. Uh, we f- you we find no master key in uh, Goda's corpse, and also uh, the individual keys were found inside the envelopes. Doesn't work because in our theory one of the master keys is found inside the envelope. Mm. This guy's does the ballroom key, and also on the second red truth, there's a part that says all of them had to uh, had what appeared to be a gunshot wound that was fatal. Murdering them from the outside of the room would have been um, impossible. I say yeah. uh, more in red. When the five uh, five other than Kingzo were killed, the killer was definitely in the same room as them. I already proclaimed the red on all time. There is no suicide. Okay, I actually, I could say something against that red truth. Okay. So what they're trying to say is that all of them had what appeared to be a gunshot wound that was fatal appear. Okay, that doesn't matter because clearly Cannon and Shannon are both alive. Or or no, or just Sayo's alive, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Murdering a thing from outside the room would have been impossible. What they're tr- only trying to say there is I am s- I don't know how you read that line, but when I read that line, what I'm imagining is you can't stand outside of the doorway to shoot the person inside of the room. Yes, that, that's exactly it, yes, Mushroom. And the reason that that doesn't work with our theory is because supposedly in our theory uh, Kumasawa is killed, but Kumasawa has to be killed outside of the room no, because no, the room no. is yes, locked. No, 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 yes, but like, and... uh, okay, I don't, let me rephrase what I thought of that sentence. Okay. I am trying to say is that um, it says murdering them from outside of the room, from outside of the room would have been out impossible, ah, which means okay. the assailant has to be yeah. standing outside the room, the person who's dying has to be inside of the room. And that murder would have been impossible. But it doesn't say the murdering them... <laughs> it doesn't say if both of them were outside were impossible, or if both of them are inside is impossible. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Yes, sure. you found yeah. a very intricate yeah. way to circumvent the right. So, what I 
I'm trying to say <laughs> is that that still doesn't go against my uh, uh, Yasu just uh, Sayo just killed Kumasawa on the basically in the courtyard or wherever the fuck like in the rose garden or something because they're standing in the same place. So what they just yes, you know, oh. you know what what else is possible? Yeah, your theory that Kumasawa just died of heart attack. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Stupid. So, okay, so. Did they wait? Wait, did they say? But that's not a homicide. That's, well, okay. No, that's no, 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 not okay. homicide. So, so, okay, Lorenzo, remember this. Lorenzo, Lorenzo, remember this. Okay. Feller says, "Hey, Beatrice, could you tell me that like all of these people are homicides?" And then Beatrice is like, uh, "I don't know if I can say that because she can't say all of these Kinzo. are homicides because Kinzo." Yeah. So then she instead turns the phrase and says, "None of the six committed suicide." And the thing is, she doesn't say that all of these people didn't die of an accident. She just says the six were not killed by traps. But, like, dying of a heart attack is not really a trap. Sure. It's God that places a trap on you. <laughs> right. It's a time bomb. And the six has to die instantly. So she just dies of a heart attack and instantly dies. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, but, okay, this is just a joke theory. Because how could Sayu plan Kumasawa to have a heart attack? She willed it into existence. The whole point of Umineko is that Sayo manifested this energy. And like anything she says goes. Okay, so <laughs> it's magic. So okay, so it just says the killer was definitely in the same room as them. So which just means Sayo could still be in any other of the same rooms, or uh, with like she could basically take her to the dining room and kill her. I don't know. It doesn't really fucking matter. They just have to be in the yeah. same room. And I, it says yeah, and then and there's no suicides. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how yeah. I'm gonna talk around the red truth. No, but that only works for the second red truth. The first one still. Yes. It, okay, okay. Kills so us. yes, we that's how we explained out of the second red truth. But the first red truth was extremely damning because then there's no key key swaps. So now, so yeah. now what we leave with, Des, please continue. Yes, I I'm gonna finish the presentation now, which is essentially that the solution, unfortunately, ends up being that the chapel door was left unlocked, and Anjo managed to be the one to unlock the chapel, quote unquote, somehow. So this is the Ooh. end of our cat theory so lorenzo so while we were doing this whole thing um des and i uh were like wait am are we the only fucking people that think this like people who think like isn't it fucking stupid that like that the chapel door is not like is locked like is not locked like don't you think that's a really stupid theory and especially if it is and then yeah. especially if like yukishi feels so smug about it you know so then I started yeah. Googling around and I found this amazing, uh, like amazing hope, like huge, like, it's like this essay or not an essay, like basically like an, uh, like an analysis on the, uh, on the seven expansion fandom wiki, which is, it's, in, it's like in a section that's called talk about banquet of the golden witch solution. So then, um, when I was reading this, I read this, uh, I read this really interesting thing, which they mentioned that they they were also just talking about. They were like, "Huh, it doesn't really make sense because you know, like, uh, like the idea is that like, well, like they mentioned that all the other door was locked and they how they locked all the doors when they left, but then they did get to the chapel door and the chapel door was just unlocked and they didn't lock the chapel door in the end. Like, you know, like that doesn't really mm -hmm. feel satisfying. So I read the sentence that the person wrote, which it says, of course, of course, this trick is hard to swallow because it requires a human culprit to foresee the red text requiring any of the room in which a key is found to be locked, which is 
which doesn't really, that doesn't really matter, blah, 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 which Beatrice doesn't even state until she gets to EP4. And then it also talks about that, uh, like, you know, when you would think that Beata would take more care to con conserve the internal consistency of her game board, you know, like, that basically is just kind mm, of weird. Yeah. And then on the other hand, yep. uh, this person wrote, which I actually really like this interpretation, which is, on the other hand, you can also view this as assertion, uh, assertion that maybe in EP6 that they said that Beato actually came close to a logic error in her games as a nod to this whole thing. Maybe, like, Liu Kishi did plan this whole thing. Like, he just, like, he was like, oh, actually, you know, you were super <laughs> close to the truth. It says, which is that, like, it could have been a legitimate mistake that she made and that she had a cover-up with a messy retcon or such and above. And, but the thing is, like, this person also wrote, though, even though, uh, given how Will answers, I'm convinced that at the time of writing EP7, Liu Kishi did not, was not aware of this issues. If the locked, if locking the door from the inside is indeed the manga solution, I'd say he didn't even realize in the time of, a uh, time, which is five years later when, or I don't remember how long after, whenever Confession of the Golden Witch was given. So, which actually made me think so hard and so disappointed at this lock room lorenzo if i can't be more disappointed about this lock room already are you ready dust are, are, are you ready lorenzo uh sure so <laughs> what nuts. this person wrote in the end which really went like set a light bulb in my brain is it says whatever the case is it's a real shame that the screw up is was supposed to be the closed room that struck at the heart of the whole shannon and cannon trick but the thing is, is that, yeah. like, if the chapel is not actually locked, you don't actually need that trick at all. Because, think about this. I'm thinking. Lorenzo, think about this. What if Shannon and Cannon are actually not the same person? This whole, like, thing still works. Because yeah. the chapel door is just not locked. So, the idea is that Cannon could just kill everybody before them, and then just walls into the fucking chapel and then just pretend to be dead you're, you're saying that shannon and canon are separate people yeah. like separate bodies yeah. like not necessarily people okay, what Meshi is saying is that supposedly sayo does all of these murders in a way that could only work if shannon and canon were the same person except if the chapel door was never locked then it is possible even if they are different people uh, does that make sense okay. Uh, yes. Okay, so Lorenzo, <laughs> see why this is such a stupid Lorenzo, answer. Think about this, Lorenzo. Think about this. So the concept is like, we, what we have been talking about this whole time is that we think like, oh, like Shannon runs to the end and pretends to be canon. You know, like that's the solution that the game gives us. That that's the solution you're supposed to get at, right? However, if we really think about this from just from the closed room and the chapel door was never locked. Okay, the, the chapel door was only locked when the parents first got to it, and then was immediately unlocked by canon after the parents left uh, the canon could just still do the same idea which is after canon kills shannon genji go to use his master key to go inside of the boiler room put um uh, and then put the chapel key down and then locks the boiler room with his own master key and then just walk into the fucking chapel lie down with his own master key and the parlor room key and then just 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 message like uh go, like nanjo and be like gg you guys like i'm just gonna sit here and wait see you later and like that so works that so absolutely works with a closed room and that's so unsatisfying if i was a uh i was against shikan and Tris, i would have used this one to be like hey it doesn't even need like shannon and canon to be the same person if that was the answer yeah 
Hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> See, awful? exactly. It's kind of a cop-out, you know? Like, I mean, I think the big allure of the mystery, at least to me, was that two people or, like, one person was, you know, actually, or two people were actually the same person, and there's this whole, like, trickery around that, right? Because, like, it's very deliberate that Shannon and Cannon weren't in the same room as Battler, yeah. right? So what would even be the point of having them be separate people as one of the answers. Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Uh, Lorenzo, I'm not saying there are separate people as an answer. I'm just saying that this locked room doesn't require Shannon and Cannon to be the same person to solve it. What I'm trying to say is that, like, a lot of the closed room in Wineco are just blatant fucking lies and or requires you to figure out that Shannon and Cannon are the same person to even create that locker room. Which means if you solve the locker room of how a human could have done, uh, done the trick, then you would also solve the mystery of Shannon and Cannon. I mean, isn't that the whole point of like why Yasu would even present these tricks to Battler? But to me, if like the, the, the first Twilight was just like an intricately cool locked room, and then the fucking solution was just like, ah, actually, it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> like that, like it's just like it's just the type of thing that like, sh- like you could totally just go with like, canon culprit theory all the way of EP two, and it still kind of makes sense. Sure. Boo. <laughs> That's yeah. what I have to say to that. <laughs> True. So, any more thoughts from any of you, or should we close this? Uh... Let me think. I, I think I still have like a little bit more thoughts. Oh, oh, uh, yes, Lorenzo. So my other thoughts on confession. So yes, I didn't actually get through this because I wanted to mention this in the end. Is that I in p- previous episodes many times, even in discussions with people on the Discord, I mentioned that I really love Confession of the Golden Witch. I really love the Uminako manga. Like I think its art is beautiful. I think it commits really great emotions. However, going through this whole thing and going through solving the mystery and trying to decide of what tricks are done, I did I finally understand why people don't really like the manga and I actually did grow to have some disdain for it because Uh, As a person who believes in the author theory, which is basically the idea that, like, meta world doesn't necessarily exist, and every, like, all the stories are just right, are written by people, like, I don't necessarily like how the Confession of the Golden Witch is implying that uh, that Shannon, or Sayo is the person who wrote, uh, like, part of, uh, like EP3, EP4, even though I am a firm believer that EP3 and EP4 are written by Toya and how that basically is emotionally very charged in that situation. So, um, and Des is the person with his weird, uh, like, Hempel's Raven devil advocate fucking bullshit where he basically says, you, what if, <laughs> Wait, what? what if, uh, like, it's just the kind of thing where, like, uh, Yasu wrote a bunch of shit and threw it in the water and then Ikuko basically found it and was like, okay, we're gonna adapt this one closed room into our story that we're writing or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll explain it real quick why I say this. It's just that the, the closed room explanations we see on the manga sometimes don't exactly fit. And so, like, you, could, you, you to get around that, you can just say that, well, Yasu, Yasu 
uh, wrote all of this in confession, right? And we know that confession is in possession. Ikuko is in possession of confession. So Ikuko was like, oh, this is a nice trick, Yasu. I'm going to use it on my novel. Thanks. Oh. Your trick? No, no. My trick. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, okay, okay. So what you're saying is that, like, basically, like, in the Confession of the Golden Witch... Uh, basically, Yasu talks about like, oh, these are the other tr- closed room I have wrote in my other uh, bo- like bottles that nobody found. But like, I she just basically general like gen generally like basically describes it, and then it basically explains how the trick works. And then while basically Ikuko is flipping through the uh, confession, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm gonna use this one for like my next book and that one for this book. Okay, that's actually a really interesting theory. I like that theory. I like that theory way more. Okay. So now let's go say why does the confession of the golden witch fear like answers don't fit with the actual EP3 answers or why do I find that unsatisfying? Um, my other explanation is that um, you know like maybe Ikuko and Toya wrote a different trick than Sayo. <laughs> Yeah, that could also be the case. Which is kind of fucking stupid, but you know. Or we could even say, adding on to that, the fact that we we pretty much know for sure that at the time of writing EP3, he, uh, Toya still hadn't recovered his memories, so they wouldn't know that Shannon and Kanon are the same person in case Ikuko still hadn't either acquired or checked Confession. Oh, actually, ah, yes, that's, do you know how I'm gonna, how, do you know how I'm gonna support that? Hmm. Okay, if we were to say, okay, Lorenzo, I know your mind has been literally blasted from the inside, but like, I am not even joking. <laughs> this was Death and I basically screaming at each other for three hours, basically ending me screaming about how I was like, <laughs> like, Nukiji could suck my massive dick. Like, I don't even care. Like, this is so awful. But anyway, my point is that, like, if we say Battler didn't actually know who Beatrice is or who, if Shikan and Tris are the same person, we could say this. That's why the actual, uh, the solution of the first closed room just have to be have one person alive and pretending to be, uh, like, basically, like, it just has to be one person alive to construct the whole room instead of two people to be alive. So, uh, what, uh, what, like, Ikuko and Toya could be implying is just, like, any of those one people could be alive, can't construct this closed room because... For example, Cannon could be alive, even though Shannon is dead. And then Cannon could still go on to kill George and kill Nanjo, and that still works. That's my that's my that's my hands down theory. Is that when Balor wrote EP three, he did not know Cannon and Shannon are the same person. All they knew was that some, but all they were okay with writing is that one of the servants probably did all the mur- did some of the murders. So just had to be one person, and it's probably Cannon. And Cannon probably went out and did the murder of George and uh, Nanjo. Yeah, that's it. That's my that's my me putting my hands. Yeah, and and then on a meta level, Beato takes the story that Ikuko and Toya wrote and aware that Shannon and Cannon are the same person, so that she could fit in the fact that they are the same person. And so essentially, the real world explanation and the meta explanation are two different things. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah, I could still make it in some meta explanation. So, for example, we could still, we could still put in the fact that, like, George still sneaks out of the room to go find, uh, find, uh, like, Shannon. And what, what actually, what George actually found wasn't Shannon being alive, is that what he found is Cannon 
basically sitting next to Shannon's body and being like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, Shannon, I had to kill you. And then George being like, what the fuck? Why is Cannon still alive? And Cannon still, Shannon is like, hey, what if I, like, like pretended to be Shannon and talked to you? Or whatever, it doesn't even have to matter. Cannon just shoots George in the face. And then Cannon's like, okay, great, like, I guess, like, I just killed, like, George, like, let's, like, and, and then he go, basically goes and goes into the mansion and finds Jessica, and then still helps Jessica, but tells Jessica not to touch him, you know, I mean, that still works, I don't really care, like, you know, she's blind. Yeah, that's a different Twilight, we can come up with other explanation for No, that's the same Twilight, but, but, like, my point is saying that, like, No, I'm talking about Jessica. (laughs) Okay, no, it doesn't matter. Go what ahead. I'm trying to say is that still actually works for the whole time ta- for the whole EP3. Yeah. Is that if we just assume that canon culprit theory, then it still works for the whole yeah, EP3. That is true. Damn, this is this is turning out to be quite the rich episode. <laughs> we got like six different theories right now. The point of the story is it all works. It just works. No, it doesn't all work. It all, mush, it, mush, none mush. none it of does... this works. That's why I hate New Kishi. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 horrible. Because we, this is this Twilight was so close to perfection, as we can see from all the theories we even sprouted after finishing our theory, but none of them work. None of them because work. Because stupid. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Lorenzo, what's your thoughts? Yeah, Lorenzo, thoughts. Umineko sucks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's close this then. Last warning. More thoughts, or should we close this? Let's close it. I, I, I already put in as much as I can, and I don't think there's anything possible I can squeeze out of my stupid brain. Unless I do, and I will write lengthy comments underneath here. Also, if any of you people who are listening to this podcast who are so confused, please write in the comments. I would still love to explain it more, because yeah, we're not claiming any of these theories work, because the thing is, in the end, all of our blue truths were shot down by the red truth, and the, and the only... Yeah boring truth that's left open is uh the chapel door is not locked and that's just boring (laughs) yeah anyway what did we learn today people we learned that umineko is great but the first twilight of ep3 is kind of underwhelming and ryukishi should be kept as far away from his finished works as possible (laughs) unfortunately our theory does not work none of them except it does i fooled you all (laughs) (laughs) Uh... i found a way for this to work Mushroom, how do you feel about actually also being bamboozled and not only Lorenzo? Okay, tell me, uh, t- what, what do you want to say? I, 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 I'm so tired, okay. my soul is dying. I mean, I'm not even bamboozled yet, Das, unless you can fucking say a theory that makes me... So we're gonna see, Das. <laughs> the Reds of EP4, let's look at them. All five master keys was dis- were discovered, each in the pocket of one of the servants. The individual room keys were found inside the envelopes alongside the corpses. In short, all keys related to the wing closed rooms were locked inside the wing closed rooms. Doesn't matter, I'll get to all of them. So, all five master keys were discovered, each in the pocket of one of the servants. How can we break this out? How can we make the theory work? Okay, so let's look. Goda. Goda supposedly has the random S key and the VIP room key, while God, uh, Genji has Genji's master key and Golda's master key. And supposedly, the reason this red truth cuts out our theory is because if each of the... all five master keys were discovered, each in the pocket of one of the servants. But God... fucking hell. Genji has two master keys, so no master keys found on Golda's corpse. However, let's look at this. If we look at these three cups, one cup has two balls, but the other cups have no balls. So we can totally say that each of the balls is in a cup, even though we cannot say that each of the cups has a ball. 
So essentially, we can say if the cups are the pockets and the balls are the keys, we can say that each of the master keys is in a pocket, even though not all pockets have a master key. Oh! Does this each, make sense? Each in the pockets of one of the ma servants. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically speaking, you can say like, ma Genji basically has all the master keys in his pocket, and you can still say each, of, each in the pocket of one of the servants, because one of the servants yeah. is Genji. It's only one. Yeah. Okay, that's that, yeah. that's great because they didn't say each of the each of the master keys and each of like in like each one of them. They just says is in one of them. That's okay. I yeah yeah yeah. That's that's some <laughs> shitty ass fucking semantics that I could uh, that I'm okay with. You know what would be horrible if you looked at the Japanese translation and it didn't work. Okay, yeah. So, so wait, that's is that your only thing? Do, do you want to keep elaborating? No, no, no. I have more. I have more. I have more. So, still on the same red truth, all five master keys were discovered, each in the pockets of one of the servants. However, as we know, Go Genji has a master has two master keys, so if one of them is in his pocket, the other one is inside an envelope. So, how can it be on the pocket if it's, if it's on the envelope? This one is really easy. The envelope with the key just has to be inside the pocket. So all of the master keys are inside the pockets. Um you could just say that, like, Sayo put one envelope uh, next to the corpse, then on the next corpse put the envelope on top of the corpse, then on the next room put the envelope on top of a table, and on this one she put it inside the pocket. You know? Mm -hmm. Does that work? Sure. Okay. I'm gonna go look at it right now so I could see what this is all about. Actually, it's just... Wait, look at what? I'm, I'm going to read... I'm gonna go read the body discovery scene to see if they mention that. And the relatives collected, and just like until now, the Western. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. That's you're correct because, um, I know because <laughs> uh, in um, skirmish they said uh, inside of this room, Gouda's corpse was discovered. The room was a closed room that one satisfied Beatrice's closed room definition. Gouda was in possession of one master key. The relatives collect that, and then like until now, a Western envelope of the family seal was discovered. They didn't say where yep. they discovered it. They just said if it was found. Yep. Inside, which is the key to the second floor VIP room. They, then they move on to VIP room. And then they say the same for Genji. And then they said, it's the fucking same for Genji. Which is... See? Ah, I fucking hate that. That's so shitty. <laughs> that's, uh, okay, at least it's less shitty than the chapel room door being... How is this shitty? This is an amazing I trick. Know, because I know, Butler that's... was lazy. Yes, yes, yes. Because he says basically... Valor was like, I don't like where it's going on, but I started to see how it turns out, so it continues like this for all six yeah. people. Fucking oh, dumbass. That's so good. Okay, I'm just so thinking about the possibility of having, like, mislabeled keys being disproved I mean, by the these. the thing is, is, like, mislabeled key is something that actually happens in EP7. Like, that's, um, in one of the, I think in one of the stories that, uh, Claire talks about of Sayo's childhood, uh, they talk about like one of the tricks that like Saya pulled on somebody was uh, was relabeling a key, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure if it involved uh, the actual label, but I, I do remember it involved a key. It was a mystery involving a key. Okay, okay, maybe 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 I'm misremembering, but um, I don't think like the concept of like switching tags is like that like revolutionary or like yeah. Okay. It's it's not a big trick, it's something small. Okay, so Lorenzo, are you ready to move on from this red truth and listen to us to talk more bullshit? Are you ready? Go for it. Okay, then let's get to the next red truth. 
The individual room keys were found inside envelopes alongside the corpses. The problem, if the room keys were found inside envelopes alongside the corpses, they must be found. But the key to the boiler room is never found because Kumasawa has it. Okay, sure. As for the solution, if it worked like that, all keys to all rooms would have to be found for the red roof to be true. So the red roof just means that the keys that were found were found like Wait, that. Wait, what? Yeah, think about it. What does that even mean? I don't understand what the red truth means. Like, okay, if the red truth said all the individual room keys relevant to the case were found inside the envelopes oh alongside God, the corpses. Oh my God, fuck you. That's, that's... The boiler room key would have to be there. But since it doesn't say that, for this to be true, all keys would have to be found. Literally every key so, on Rokenjima. No such thing as a dummy key. Like your mislabeled key theory is nil no because of yeah. this. Yeah, uh, and you could even stupid. you could even argue that like <laughs> you could even argue that like oh, but the adults at the start went to the servant's room and looked at all of the keys. Yes, but that those aren't all the keys in the in Rokenjima. You also have the guest house, and the adults probably also have the keys to their homes. Wait, I don't understand. So what you're saying is that this red truth is false or are you saying this red truth is no no the red truth is true but there's a way to circumvent it which is that what the red truth is saying is that all the individual room keys aka all the keys that are not master keys were found inside envelopes alongside the corpses so all keys in rokenjima including shit from like fucking kuadorian would have to be found inside an envelope alongside the corpse if what the red truth meant was that the key, all the keys were found in like that. So what the red truth actually means for it to be true is that all the keys that were found were found like that. The individual room keys were found inside the envelopes alongside the corpses. Okay, that's very fucking confusing, but um, what you're trying to say is that... I'll explain to you in a simpler way. The adults did look at a bunch of keys that were in the servant's room, right? Yes. Which were individual room keys. But those keys were not found inside envelopes alongside the corpses, were they? Yeah. So what Retrof is saying is that the, the keys that were found were found like that. What does that mean? I am so confused. Okay, so what you're saying is that the Red Truth just means it's not saying that all keys of those rooms were found in the envelopes. It just It's just the other way around. You're saying that all of the keys that they found in the envelopes uh, corresponds to these the rooms that they were in. No. But not all of them. No, not at all. What the... <laughs> so... What I'm saying is that the keys that the adults find were found inside envelopes alongside the corpses, which doesn't include keys that they did not find. I don't... I don't like that, but, like, I'm gonna... I'm... That's... That's heavily semantic. I... I... Is the red truth not heavily semantic? Like, yes, you have yes, the whole yes, thing yes, about yes. bodies being discovered... Like, yes, but Shannon like, and Canon are dead. I, I, I was more okay with the previous ones, but I find that one to be really hard to explain. I mean, Lorenzo, did you even understand what we were talking about this whole fucking time? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not a very easy to explain thing. I think, I don't actually understand it. I, all I could say is that that sentence is cropped without any context and it makes the sentence mean less. That's what I mean. Okay. I just don't okay. really understand. I hope I hope in time, as you think more about this, you will uh, agree with me. But I definitely do not think this is in any way more semantics than Canon and Shannon being dead. Does what is alongside the ro- like a corpse even mean? Uh, in its vicinity. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're trying to say, thus. Okay, then get, uh, say it more straightforwardly if you got it. Okay. Lorenzo, <laughs> do you want to hear what death just came out as a stupid fucking thought? <laughs> well, thank okay, you. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready, Lorenzo? This is really funny. Right in stupid. front of him. Hey, Des, here's why you're stupid now. <laughs> okay, so what they're trying, what Des is trying to say is that they just said the individual keys were found on, on, alongside the envelope, in, uh, inside of envelope alongside the corpse. And if we are going to interpret it alongside the corpse, mean it is uh, basically mean that like in the vicinity of a corpse, which means could be inside of a pocket, could be inside of a jacket, it just needs to be around the corpse, that... The individual keys in this scenario just means uh, keys that are not master keys. Yeah, exactly. And then, so this statement is actually not even saying anything. It just means keys were found around the corpse. And that's it. Like, it yeah, doesn't say exactly. anything else. It doesn't say, like, like it just says keys were found around their corpse. It doesn't say the keys that are matching with the cl closed room or keys that is the boiler room keys blah blah keys blah blah keys it just says keys were found next to corpse that's the statement and that's how it ends yeah yeah exactly thank you very much mushroom that's exactly it you are right to believe it means something but it means nothing okay so the solution if i was to reword Des's very confusing sentence is saying that <laughs> okay i don't even understand why you said all rooms so all keys were being found to read to be true like that doesn't make any sense that doesn't matter because because mushroom mushroom the key to like, I don't fucking know, the dinner room is also an individual room key. Oh, oh, okay. So, okay, that's, I would reword that to say, if it works like what I, like, if, if what they mean by individual room key just means any key in the house, it means any key could be found in this envelope. Not that it could, that it was. For this to be true. I think you said all, I think what you said, all keys to all rooms is very confusing to my brain. Okay. Anyway, my point of the story is, it just says, so the red just means keys that were found around the body and it would, was found alongside the corpse. And that's just that. And it doesn't have any more meaning. Does, does that make sense, Lorenzo? Uh... Lorenzo! <laughs> Lorenzo, I need you to you fucking think. Your baby brain it needs to like develop. I need to grow like a third arm during this whole fucking conversation, Lorenzo. If I can't even convince you, how am I gonna convince all these fucking people on the the, the hell site name Yoto.com? <laughs> what the fuck? TLDR. Like, what the statement, if you just strip to its barest bones, it just means keys that were not the master keys were found alongside the corpse it's really stupid but we just like this has said before semantics is what the red truth is all about exactly thank you right <laughs> so if this red truth was more like this which is the individual room keys which i mean by the keys for the boiler room keys for the no, uh, guest room keys for the parlor keys for or you can just you can just say the relevant Keys. Oh, yeah, or the relevant keys that we can't say things like, oh, there was a key of the dining room in there. Like, then we can't say that because yep. the dining room is not relevant in that case. Exactly. But, you, it just proves your dummy key theory, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yes. So, that's now you can move on. Next red truth. Okay. Next red truth. In short, all keys related to the linked closed rooms were locked inside the linked closed rooms. Now we have the word related. See? So the problem is that unlike the previous red, this time Beato is referring specifically to the keys related to the problem, which supposedly are locked 
inside the linked closed rooms, except Kumasawa's room is locked and Kumasawa is outside the room. So how will we lock the key to the boiler room inside Kumasawa's room? How will we, I wonder? Do you understand the problem? Yes, because what you're saying is that in the end, Kumasawa has to walk out. Kumasawa can't really stand in the boiler room. Oh, oh no, are you gonna say... Kumasawa doesn't matter. What matters is the, the key. Okay, so yeah. The key needs to be locked yeah, the key inside needs the room, to be doesn't matter which. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, the answer. Have the boiler room key be locked in one of the winged closed rooms. Easy, but how will we do this? I wonder. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, on the top you have the red truth again, just so we don't lose track. How is the key locked? Yasu breaks out of the chapel, right? After Kanon is discovered. Yasu and Kumasawa go to the mansion. Rudolf, Hideyoshi and Kiria die. Yasu steals their master key because we know the master key is not there when Batara gets there. Kumasawa, who still believes this is all a prank, is led to the room in which she is supposedly dead. Yasu unlocks the door, kills Kumasawa and locks the door oh again. Oh my god! Ah! Also, you could say that, you could also say that Kumasawa is already dead. Kumasawa is already dead and the corpse is just somewhere. And after obtaining the master key, Yasu just picks the corpse up, places it in the room it's supposed to be to make the, the you know, the linked closed rooms in the mansion all good again and doesn't even bother taking the boiler room key out of Kumasawa's pocket, because why? And that is how the key ends up inside the locked room again. Now, how does this work? This works because this red is not used in skirmish. This is used in EP4, after everything has already happened. So the fact that the, the previous problem happened because Yasu did not have a master key to lock anything in. But this retrofit is used in EP4 when EP3 is already concluded. Okay. So it so, works. Okay. So, so Des, let's return to a very simple, uh, simple red truth then. Are we just gonna assume okay. in the chapter nine skirmish, where they said the red truth, there's six that are all dead: Kingzo, Shannon, Cannon, Genji, Goda, and Kumasawa. We're just gonna say Kumasawa does have an alternate personality, named like what, like no. Virgilia? No, 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 mushroom. Okay. No, 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 no. Mushroom. Here's the thing. I did this PowerPoint presentation. Uh, I finished it at like 11 p.m. So I wasn't thinking straight and I forgot that Kumasa was supposed to be dead. But don't tell that to anyone because I just came up with another explanation, which is I just told you Kumasa is already dead. She's a corpse already by then. And Yasu just put it somewhere. Wow, that is so cool. So uh, I, will, I will restructure the slide now. Yasu breaks out of the chapel. Yasu and Kumasa go to the mansion. Yasu kills Kumasawa somewhere. Rudolf, Hideyoshi and Kiria die. Yasu steals their master key. Yasu takes Kumasawa's corpse to the to the locked room, to the room which is locked, and locks it with the master key. Places the corpse in there, doesn't even bother taking the boiler room key out, and locks the corpse. And that is how the boiler room key, you know, pops up inside the locked room. And this works because red is not used in skirmish. It's used in the tea party of EP4 after EP3 has concluded. Oh! Okay, yes, okay, so I'm gonna support Dessa's, Dessa's theory, but I'm gonna slightly <laughs> tweak it. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, what Des wants to say is that in Dessa's theory, Yasu kills Kumasawa after Rudolph Hideyoshi dies. What the biggest problem about that is that in the Red Truth about Skirmish, which is these six are all dead, Kingzo, Genji, Shannon, Kanan, Goda, and Kumasawa, happens... That red truth happens right after the like the six linked rooms discovery. 
So, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. I'm going to say for Death's sake is that I'm going to say Yasu breaks out of the chapel, Yasu kills Kumasawa just anywhere, like literally anywhere, stashes her body away, and then Rudolph Hideyoshi Kiriye dies, and then Yasu still steals their master key, drags Kumasawa's body into that room, and then literally locks it and then leaves. Yep. I don't necessarily think it's great, because at this point, what the fuck is Yasu even doing with a dead corpse and dragging it to a... She's reconstructing the locked rooms. Yes, yes, that's very true. Yasu's reconstructing the locked rooms. Because Yasu doesn't know if Valor's gonna one day try to sneak out and then try to, like, inspect all these locked rooms. So Yasu wants it to be very, like, constructed when... Well, whenever, with when, when Valor gets here. So that's... That doesn't even go against to the Kumasawa is dead, Red Truth. Lorenzo, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Does that make sense, though? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I believe it. So, yeah, so the idea is that she still gets killed, but her body is just floating, like, it's just, like, in a in a bush somewhere, and then Yasu drags it back into the room where yeah. she supposedly dies, locks a boiler room key with her, and then... Okay. Do you still feel salty about that third red truth explanation? Uh, no, uh, I don't. I don't. I actually really like it. Um, I nice. And I mean, I actually really like it because I like how convoluted it is. Um, just to real it reiterate this, even though I think we're just like repeating ourselves at this point. But this whole theory or this whole conversation was born out of the fact that Des and I were unsatisfied with how boring we thought the official explanation is, because. Both Des and I wanted the chapel to be locked. Yeah. Just like we explained many, many times throughout this whole PowerPoint slideshow, is that having a chapel to be unlocked the whole time is just the easiest answer. Mm -hmm. Like, it is the easiest answer. There's very little tricks happening. It's like moving in the witch. It's an excuse to stop it's, thinking. But it's very boring, and I just don't like it. So that's one of the reasons why Des and I even went down this path. So I actually really like this Kumasawa concept because... I also like the fact that it ties with the metal world because I don't, as a, even as a person who believes in the author theory, I actually double believe that all metal world storylines has some link to the real world or is somewhat representative yeah. of it. And to have a concept like having Virgilia to be playing such a big role in that way makes me feel really unsatisfying if that really just doesn't reflect on the on the game board on the so, game board yes yeah so yeah that's actually my conclusion of thought and i really do like the concept of uh, yasu could steal the keys off rudolph hideyoshi and kirie because uh that just makes all the doors open again and that really helps yeah because it doesn't really make sense otherwise because the master keys snatched sure but why would sayo do that if eva has already reached the gold you know so now it makes sense why sayo is still trying to preserve her mystery yeah okay then, one last look at Red Truths, we have covered this tree. The fourth says, no key could be returned from the outside of the room using the crack of the door, the crack of the window, vents or any place of the sort, which doesn't really affect our theory, now does it? All of them had what appeared to be gunshot wounds that were fatal, but then again, our problem was not how they died. Murdering them from the outside of the room would have been impossible, doesn't... Oh, wait, fuck! How will Kumasawa die inside the room? We already said that. No, we didn't. Didn't I? Okay. Because... Wait, wait, wait. Des, listen to this. It says, murdering them outside of the room would have been impossible. Didn't I say that the way how I interpreted 
So I think that line means more like somebody can't be sitting in the room and then for you to snipe them from the outside. Okay, Mushroom, but the door to Kumaswa's room is locked. So you cannot have Kumaswa go inside and shoot her from outside. No, 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 that's, l- listen to me. So this is my, okay. like, I already explained this in my, uh, a while ago, actually. Okay, so when you're reading this, you said, murdering thing from the outside of the room would have been impossible. Murdering from the outside of the room, which means the person has to be inside the room and you're murdering from the outside. Like, I think that's a very semantic line to read, but I imagine it's like, what they're trying to say is like, if you're sitting in this oh. room, you can't murder, you can't murder them from the outside, which is, um, I can't shoot it, shoot at you through a doorway. I cannot shoot at you through a window. I cannot shoot at you through a vent, any of those weird things. However, it doesn't exclude that you just, if both of them are outside of the room, then that you're just inside of another room uh, and you're in the same room and you're just killing the person again. That's what I'm trying to say. I love that. Holy shit, that is so great. I Okay, murdering them from outside the room leads you to believe that what Red Truth is saying is that you cannot be outside and kill someone who is inside. But it doesn't exclude murdering them outside the room. Yes, correct. Because both yes. of you are outside. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> nice. I love this. What, what, the only murder that cannot happen is that if you and I are in two different rooms and the door is open and I can't shoot you through the door. But if you and I were standing in the same room, then the murder could happen, no matter what room it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, Mushroom. Thank you so much for saving this theory at the last yes, part. So that's, that, so, that, so that's why I said, that's what I said. I said, yeah. it is totally possible for Kumazawa just to be killed in a completely different room that that, that Kumazawa and Sayo was both in, and then Sayo dragged their body back into the room and then locked it, because it doesn't right. matter. Because there was no red truth about moving bodies or the murders not occurring inside that room, right? Yes. So it's kind of a, it's literally a red herring red truth. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, so, okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 I wanted to say this because that's, because they can't say murdering them from outside the room would have been impossible. Because, like, th- so that red truth had to be there because the thing is, is like you can't even say that for Kinzo because Kinzo wasn't even murdered. So like they couldn't even say like, oh, everybody was murdered inside of the room. Yeah, or every, they had like, to like Or that. everybody died inside of the room. See, they can't. They if 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 they yeah. can't say like, oh, everybody died in the room that they are currently like presented it because Kingzo did not die in the boiler room so which means that we could say Kumazawa did not die in the room she was discovered in she was just like she could have just been killed somewhere else and then got dragged there just like Kingzo yep so the last red truth I shall say more with the red when the 500 and Kizo were killed the killer was definitely in the same room as them I uh oh shit wait oh the the killer was definitely in the same room as them. That doesn't matter. Oh, that, that, that just means yeah, that... Yeah, <laughs> they could just be in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. They could both be in the kitchen. They can both <laughs> be in the servant's room. Like, they're just in the same room, you know? <laughs> they don't have to be in yeah, the yeah. room. They just have to be oh in the same God, room. Oh my God, Mushroom. Mushroom, you are the MVP right now. <laughs> anyway, the rest of the red doesn't matter either. I already proclaimed in red that at the same time there were no suicides. So all of the red truths are concluded and the theory lives on. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
I mean, it's definitely different. <laughs> it makes the whole mystery just completely stupid, but I, I appreciate well, it. Yeah, but like the original. It's, it's customizable. You can have you can have our way of breaking through the power room, or you can have your way of breaking through the power room. Isn't it that great? Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lorenzo. I wasn't even the person who thought the boiler room, had, boiler room had two doors. You were the fucking person that said that. So you know what? I know, I know. Everyone is an MVP. <laughs> <sighs> oh, congratulations. Oh, that was a really... Congratulations. Congratulations. We we, we is that the end? Umineko, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is the end. Oof. That was great. It was. That's insane. I really like this. We did a good job. I'm impressed. That's actually amazing. Yeah, I am really glad. <laughs> it actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, so 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 what we learned is that even though Ryuki, she's an idiot, he didn't write too many. The fans saved. Yeah, the, the fans aren't. The fans the fans saved him. I saved Ryuki. <laughs> we, we saved Ryuki from the logic error closed room. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> So funny. We are the canon for Ryukishi's Batora. But yeah, oh yes, we are totally the canon for uh, Ryukishi. But yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's it. Um, I I just really love the episode, the emotional journey, and everything about this. Okay, yeah. So Des will be the person who's gonna edit this episode. I hope he does a bang up job. Just because I want to be a slightly sneaky, I'm gonna tell you that we have recorded two hours and 17 minutes. Which means, which uh, which I hope uh, I hope Des will leave it in so we can actually see how many minutes was edited out of this. Oh uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, I will cut a lot of of wandering and thinking. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of screaming and wandering and just repeating the same sentence over and over again until it makes sense. Yeah. But I hope everybody who listened to this point had enjoyed our emotional journey and have or you could agree disagree with our theories. Uh, you can't say our theories didn't, like, try to interpret every single red truth and didn't chew the shit out of the red truth, so... But if you don't agree with us, tell me your thoughts! Or tell me how much you actually like the original boring solution, or how maybe, like, listening to us helped you actually solve some other closed rooms, so yeah! And also, yeah, horse flies, please read and listen to this episode and tell me your thoughts on it. I was basically <laughs> screaming at my soul when I saw your comment, and I was just so excited to record this. Yeah. So yeah, so I think this is it. This is it. Please play this, who is editing this, please play Birth of a New Witch, because we just saved the man from a logic error. Oh my and god, yes! Birth make, of a New Witch! Make a whole fucking ending screen that scrolls through the screen da, 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 editing da, 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 da. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so... Thank you so much for sticking through us with this uh, theory crafting. Today, we solved a mystery like 10 years after it was discovered, uh, written. We solved the mystery like 5 years after the answer was supposedly given. We gave a different answer from all of the fandom and we saved the man from his own demise. When we cry, we are always here to save you from your own logic errors. See you at Steve Crimes, bitches! <laughs> See ya! <laughs>